hit the shot from half court. court. MVP of all sports, coach put me in the game. You know I'm the truth on the field, hey, Competition know the deal, coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to this Daily English and Kurt Show. Once again, we brought to you by Crux Media. Anything you want media-wise, go ahead and hit them up. Crux Media, G, Crux Media Group 1 at gmail.com. Also brought to you by the people over at Unfiltered. Visit unfilteredforever.com and get your gear. Use the promo code SEK at checkout for your 10% discount. And we are back. Well, I can't say we. It's me, Josh, not here. Uh, Micah is on break, and so... We're trying to get some shows done while they're out, uh, so there's no banter between us. So I guess I could crack all the jokes on Josh I want, but you know it's no fun because he's not here. So, uh, but I do have a very special guest today. We were able to tie down this very very busy man and get him to come in for a couple of minutes uh, during the coaches clinic, and we want to welcome uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Brian Roseville, AD over at Ridgeview High School. Well, Coach, I, I appreciate you having me. This is uh, <laughs> uh, this is the greatest welcome I've ever heard on a podcast. I, I, I feel I feel welcome. I'm 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 looking across the table. I'm looking for Josh Staley, but I, I like you mentioned, I, where Josh? Where? Uh, he's not yeah, he's here. not here. He's not here. You know, I, I, and I I got a little. Wait, hold on. I got some. Hey, Josh. Yeah, he's not here. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna get into it. Um, basically really why I kind of caught coach Roseville yesterday and was like, Hey, I'm, you know, want you to come on the show was he has a podcast himself. That is an amazing podcast. I have been honored with being a guest on the show and really enjoy myself. Uh, it's eight, one, six basketball presents the greatest games. Um, I had an amazing time. These are two of the funniest guys I know <laughs> oddly quickly funny, but, uh, I had a good time on the show. So tell our listeners a little bit about your show. Oh, we, uh, first of all, appreciate you coming on episode 54 of the greatest games <laughs> podcast. One of our most entertaining, energetic <laughs> episodes we've ever had. We're over, I don't know, 115, 120 episodes now. And we started just like a lot of other folks, uh, in the middle of a pandemic, just sitting, sitting around the house said, what can we do? We're going to start a podcast. So Chris de Blasio, it was his idea, who lives in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. He's the former video coordinator for University of South Carolina, University of Kentucky. Now he's a high school coach in, in New Jersey. He said, Brian, I want to have a podcast. want to be able to bring high school coaches on, college coaches, people around the game of basketball, and just talk about life a little bit, but then also talk about their greatest game they've ever been a part of as a coach. And it's really hard. We've uh, we've talked to we've, I was talking to you, yeah. but there, it, as we approach coaches, they say, "Why well, you have to pick just one? Like, yes. I, how do I do that? Like, and, and you know, we we don't put the screws to you too too hard, but oh, we of course want one. But if you need to have two or three, that's understandable. Mm. Um, but it's been really a lot of fun. We've had, like I said, a lot of high school coaches in South Carolina, New Jersey, and we've gone worldwide now into Canada and New Zealand. Oh wow! Um, former coaches retired down there, and then we've had Phil Martelli has come on. We just emailed him, and he said, "Yeah, sure, I'll come on." <laughs> okay, great, sounds good. Kevin Eastman, uh, Dave Odom, Eddie Fogler, a lot of names that folks would mm. recognize. 
Um, but the stories, you know, I'm a talker and uh, we saw, saw that last night, me and you, and just the stories about coaches lives, how they got into coaching, um, and then how they are impacting kids lives through coaching and how their lives have changed because of the coaching. It's just Mm -hmm. been, it's a, it's a really robust and fun. Like I said, we have a good time. Chris de Blasio, he's he's one of the funniest humans I've ever met in my life. And I, I'm just riding his coattails. I'm along for the ride. <laughs> I, I, I should have uh, I should have thought to reach out to him and see if we couldn't have got him in remotely. That would have been that would have made for pure entertainment. That's right. Um, what what would you say is your favorite moment since doing the show? Hundred and so many episodes. What's your favorite moment about? It? It's a great question. I, I I don't know if there's one moment right now I can think of, but I tell you, I think. I get most excited when I see coaches like you get excited about being on a podcast. And it's just, well, we had a, we've had a middle school coach on before a couple of them actually. And they come on like, you want to talk to me? And we're like, yeah, we want to talk to you. And, and just, and just seeing them get excited and them go through their story of a eighth grade boys basketball game of greatest game. Like, okay, that's great. Like it, nobody knows who these teams are likely in California yeah. or where in Maine or wherever you are. Uh, but just seeing them get excited, mm-hmm. that's, that's been a lot of fun. But, you know, I guess really, as we look at our anniversary episodes, we've had Eddie Fogler, Dave Odom, George Glimpf, as mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was 50, 75, and 100, being able to talk to those guys that were so influential. I'll speak for myself in my life as a basketball coach and a, a basketball fan, a basketball junkie. Um, being able to talk to those guys and honor those guys on the air uh, just for half an hour, an hour was real. That, that was really fun. Okay. Um, so uh, getting into podcasting, now there's one thing with podcasting that's the hardest thing ever and uh, sometimes a lot of people fall victim to it it's consistency it's showing up all the time to record being that you two guys are so far away how tough has that been tying nailing each other and both of you are busy yeah so how hard has that been <laughs> so i chuckle because now that you asked that question and thinking about when we first started we were releasing three episodes per week but it was great because nobody what were we doing we we're sitting around the house so we yeah. did, it was sunday wednesday and friday or something like that mm-hmm. and then it got the world started opening up a little bit so we're like hey let's do two a week the world started <laughs> opening a little bit more let's do one a week <laughs> and and now honestly it's been more of a challenge especially in the summertime he's traveling a lot i'm i'm you know, we're, I'm trying to take some time for myself as an AD, of course. relax a little bit. So we have done the the reposting, which I kind of like, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. We're, like I said, 115, 20 episodes in. If we want to repost which a, show, I, yeah. a show, like episode 54, like that was almost a year ago. You missed a great episode with Yusef English. Here it is again. Listen yeah, to it again. It Just, yeah. And so, um, but you're right. Consistency is tough. And I, and I, it's a great endeavor, and I love the fact that a lot of people want to have a podcast, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like, just keep showing up every week. Just Whatever it is that you decide to do once a month, I don't care. Just be consistent. Do it. With, just do it. And whatever it is, just make sure you get on it. Yeah. Okay, so what – now, Chris, all right, tell me something nobody might know about your co-host. So about about Chris de Blasio, he uh, he is a budding. Hopefully, he's okay with me saying this. A budding stand-up comedian. He is, uh, yeah. So he's a great basketball. First of all, basketball coach. I was up there a couple of weeks ago hanging out with him, mm. and um, maybe we can talk about the the get together we had. Too. Oh yeah, we're, but, gonna, we're gonna talk about um, that. But seeing him coach his kids in his way, and I've known him for almost twenty years. Mm. Um, 
was really cool to see great basketball coach, but like I said, he is a unbelievable comedian <laughs> and uh, got to see him perform. And so re- really, uh, really excited about his future with that. Uh, but that may be one thing that folks may, may not know about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen to the show and you'll figure out why it's <laughs> That's right. definitive. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's hilarious. Um, so the next thing I want to get into is you as an athletic director. Um, but no, let's double back. Cause you talked about the get together. Yeah. Now I must say, for us people in South Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> we we need something here so yeah. we can get together and do something. How did it go though in Jersey? Yeah, so it was great. Well, what we did when I decided I was going to go see Chris and just decided to email everybody that had been a former guest on the show and say, "Hey, we're going to get together. And we'd love to meet you." I, I have not met obviously the folks in, in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it may be tough for hey Rex Walters. It may be tough for you to come up from New Orleans. <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin yeah. Eastman might be tough for you to make it. Yusuf, you might be tough for South Carolina. Um, but we had about, I don't know, 10 or 12, 14 coaches. One, one coach brought his whole staff, and it was just great to be in the same room, be united with basketball, but also with this podcast, and to see, like, hey, we're just all humans. And it was so yeah. funny. We're talking um, – you've been around basketball a long time, work camps and that type mm-hmm. of thing. And looking at that coach over there, oh, that's the Dion Buffet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the Yusef English of New Jersey. Oh, that's the Yerrick Stoneman. That's yeah. the and everybody's got these these same archetypes. And they're mm. different in their own way, of course. But it was just funny watching one guy over there in the corner just holding court, just like you know, <laughs> like a like a David Bennett would do here, somebody you know, yeah, like yeah. that type of thing. And so uh, it was really really fun, and really appreciate everybody coming out for that. Man, that's good, man. Everybody, I didn't get a chance to make it, so I'm waiting for the South Carolina. Carolina one, so we're, I could be there. We're gonna do. One. We're gonna Don't do worry. it. Okay, well that's good. We're gonna do one. Um, so I think last year is probably the most challenging year. Um, coming off of the pandemic, back to school, athletics, and all of that. How hard was that for you as an athletic director navigating all of that stuff? Yeah, it was really. It was. It was a challenge, of course, just like it was for everybody. It was hard for me to go from. I guess it was late March of 2019. I lose track of the years now when everything shut down Mm. Um, to go from a hundred miles an hour a day as an AD to zero. And it's like, uh, okay, what are we doing? And then to see our kids that are at home just struggling a little bit, like, hey, what what are we doing? What are we doing? All right, hey, let's let's throw these workout videos out there. Like, join us. We're going to do some push-ups. We're going to do whatever. And just trying to get them engaged. And so for that, I don't know, five-month period, however long it was, to not be able to do anything and then get the word from our district that August the 3rd, you can start fall conditioning. Like, okay, great. <laughs> and it from that point on, first of all, it was awesome to have our kids back on campus, mm-hmm. have our coaches back on campus, and just to see them doing the things that they love. I remember <laughs> we were very limited space-wise with we had construction going on at our school. Mm-hmm. And we had, our, I think it was our football team, essentially on this small little hill about, I don't know, 10 feet, kids basically bunny hopping up the hill. That was the conditioning. <laughs> that was the only room we had. But it was hilarious to see, and I didn't care. Like, they were just out there being active, doing something outside of their house. And so, yes, it was a challenge, but it was a very positive experience from that August the 3rd. Mm-hmm. And then from that day on until I took a break in late June, it was it was not 100 miles an hour. It was about 400 miles an hour <laughs> to you got you got to wear a mask. You got to you got to stay apart. You got we got to disinfect this. We got to do that. And it was just everything that t- it takes to be an AD mm-hmm. plus – Hey, we're trying to keep you safe, and hey, we're making sure it it looks the part. Just to be honest with you, yeah. and uh, it was it was a lot, but we made it. And, and uh, kudos to the high school league. I know they 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 get criticized a lot for decisions they make, but I'm telling you what, 
to be a leader in that year mm-hmm. last year and even honestly coming up in this coming year not easy you can't you can't make everybody happy just like any ad and a coach you can't make everybody happy anyway but it was just there's a lot more energy around it um, this past year. I mean, what was the toughest thing about it? Because I know as a coach, for me, the toughest thing was not knowing whether you were going to have a game or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it, it, what, 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 for as from the athletic director standpoint, from leadership, what it was the most, the, the hardest hurdle to get over, so to speak? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting chills thinking about it now. It's a great question. I think the, the times that I had to tell or our school nurse had to tell our teams, hey, you're shut down for two weeks. Okay. That was difficult mm-hmm. because here they are, August the third, boom, here we're going, running, 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 here we go. And then, oh, by the way, uh, you yeah. played against somebody that had it or one of your teammates had it or one of your coaches, we can't tell you, mm-hmm. but you got to stay home for two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. And for them to not be able to play those sports that they love, that was that was really difficult to be able to do. And I think the other thing, too, for me as an administrator, to get across to our coaches like, hey, We've got bits of tape on the basket, in this case, basketball floor or wherever. Mm-hmm. Mate, when they're when your kids are not in a drill, have them stand on a dock, yeah. okay? Because if if a kid comes positive, we got to be able to pull the film and say, hey, he was this six feet apart. You know, yeah. Absolutely, and so it just it we were running a whole other engine, and still are to an extent mm. of. Who, who, who stay, stay away, stay away. Who are you close to? Let me call this. And it's just a, an enormous amount of work mm-hmm. um, to keep everybody safe, to keep everybody comfortable uh, playing sports. And then, so now this upcoming year, because I know outside you're starting to see a lot more relaxed feeling about COVID. Do you think it's going to be a challenge to still get the people to continue to, to deal with the safety precautions and and to continue to follow those protocols and all that just out of just pure safety because COVID is not completely gone. Mm-hmm. It's not gone at all, actually. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it's just people have been vaccinated and stuff like that. So what is it that, you know, how, how tough is that going to be, just the relaxed feeling of society and still trying to stay staunch in it? Because it's going to be hard for me to do it, but how hard would it be for you to get that across to your staff, so to speak. Yes, yeah, so I think it's depending on what our district says and what the uh, high school league mandates, and they're not going to mandate anything. They're mm. going to make recommendations like they do. Um, but depending on what our district says, it may be tip, it may be d- tough mm. to see if, if they say, "All right, everybody's got to wear a mask again." You know, right, okay, and and because um, our, our, for us in Richland too, the mm. July the first, we were allowed to take our mask off. Okay. And uh, if that comes back, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. I mean, changing human behavior is, is tough, <laughs> it's, right? It's <laughs> it's a, I mean, I've got a, well, a thirty eight size waist <laughs> to, to, to prove that, um, but. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I think the thing that the thing that I told my coaches, and I feel like I said somebody, I can't remember, on, on an interview uh, last December around the bash time, um, was, hey, we just need to enjoy what we've got while we've got it. Yeah. Uh, just whether it's a 12-step type look, hey, one day at a time, hey, this is all we got today. We don't have to wear a mask today. Tomorrow, we might, and we'll deal with it when okay. it comes. Um, but it, it certainly will be a challenge to, depending on what, but depending <laughs> on what we have to do. And that's the other thing too, districts around the state make, make different decisions. But that's my question. So is there not a one, why is it that we, cause this is always a question I've wanted to ask and I just, it always slips my mind by getting in a room with someone. Why is it that they don't come everybody come together and say, Hey, this is what we're, we're going to vote. And this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. Why is that not the case? Well, I, I, I have my opinions. Um, oh, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're public, so you can't say. <laughs> yeah, and so, no, I, I can say, I, I'll say that, I mean, I, I think in the world we live in, and, and 
I, I know it's, it's, it's got to be difficult as a leader to be the first to the podium and say, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I know when certain organizations make decisions about certain things that affect our sports, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, 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 nobody consulted us on that. It, mm-hmm. it could be down to uh, using a basketball, a brand of a basketball, that uh, you know, high school league mandates or a football mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, whoa, nobody asked us. We don't like that one. We like this one over here. And that's just a, a, a basketball, <laughs> you know, let alone like I, you gotta, you're telling me I got to wear a mask? What, who are you? <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's, I think that's a, that could be a whole other episode of sociological ex- experiment and discussion about, just people in general not be, mm. wanting to be told what to do. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's just, like I said earlier, I think it's tough to be the first to the podium and say, this is what we're doing. Um, and, I, and I did say in an interview a few months ago, too, about the high school league, I do like how they leave it up to the districts because mm. – um, the, the COVID cases might be different in that county versus another county or, you know, vaccination rates, I, you know, that type of thing. And so leave it to those folks with the boots on the ground to make those <laughs> to make decisions. Those decisions. Yeah. But I, I, I do not envy them at all because of the criticism that they've received throughout this whole time. Um, so like you said, they've made tough decisions and, you know, we, we kind of have to go with them. So we're going to get to a little portion of the show. Put a little pressure on you. Oh, perfect. You're a basketball guy. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, my good friend Lou Bejack has been the worst at this, this particular part of the show <laughs> okay. when he was on. I, I know he wants to get on and redeem himself. Okay. Um, but we asked this question, and it goes like this. You have one game to win as a basketball coach. You can pick from any basketball player in time in their prime. And the five that you have to beat, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, and oh gosh, I always, how do I mess that up? Oh, Magic Johnson. So, what five do you have that beats that five? Oh, geez, Ray, you just took a, a, a couple of my starters. I mean, uh, MJ would have been. I mean, he's just he comes to mind just from a a nostalgic pick, um, mm-hmm. and just I mean, growing up wanting to be Michael Jordan in my backyard. Everybody I mean, wanted to be him. Come on, man. Uh, so <laughs> People today still want to be. So you're handicapping me there, Yusuf. I don't like that. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hear Larry Bird, so I, I, okay. I, I, you know, Larry Bird, another one of those guys that just, uh, for me, growing up, wanted to be Larry Bird. Um, another guy was looking, doing some reading on them the other day, Pistol Pete Maravich, I, and I know he's probably not a great player, but geez, a re, yeah, uh, he could go. I wanted to be Pistol Pete so bad, ball handling in my backyard, just constantly trying to be pistol Pete carrying a basketball. I don't think I cared as much as he did, at least, uh, at least according to the movie. But, uh, um, anyway, so I, I've got bird, I got pistol Pete. I'm probably, I don't think pistol could guard anybody. So I'm uh, being a little bit of a liability there. Um, you know, I, I, if I'm looking at big guys, um, you got Shaquille O'Neal already. That's, that's, that's killing me. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I can't go wrong with Will Chamberlain. I mean, the guy, the guy scored no. 100 points, right? I no, mean, you can't. You can't yeah. go wrong there. I think um, this is the first. No, we've had one other person say that since really? we've been doing the show. Okay, yeah. only one other. I, it always kind of shocks me that people don't bring him up more. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I got to have him down low. I think I think I think Bird could guard the guard the four. So I'm gonna keep him there. And you know, I, I mean, I'm I'm a poor man's shooter, but. <laughs> 
I'm going to go Steph Curry. That's oh, just a, yeah. guy, a guy in his prime yeah. and, and being able to fill it up like that. Um, absolutely one, one of my favorite dudes ever, um, being able to watch him watch him shoot the basketball. So you said you had Shaq. You had, you've already taken Kobe. You've already taken Magic. Golly. Yeah, LeBron yeah. and Jordan. Yep. Um, my fifth guy, I, I thought Pippen, but I just – I don't know if, yeah, I, I just that's all I can think of right now. Just a kind of utility, <laughs> long, lengthy guy, and I know, yeah. Uh, say what you will about him now, what he's been saying here publicly, but yeah, in his I'm, prime, I'm, he was I'm, he was one of the best. I'm, I'm going to go Scottie Pippen. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about my five, but I'm going to go with him. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him that uh, in front of him, but maybe behind closed doors on a podcast. But uh, hey, I think I think we can I think we can do it. You can do it with that one. Okay, man, thank you. I noticed uh, you had to drive up a little bit early uh, to right. be on, but definitely thank you for being on. Um, let our listeners know where they can follow y'all on social media and when they can catch your show. Yeah, appreciate that. So yeah, the Greatest Games podcast everywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, Thegreatestgames.podbean.com is our website right now, and at eight sixteen basketball on Twitter, and uh, we'll post our website or our our episodes there. But it's been a lot of fun, and again, thank you for coming on, and appreciate you having me on this. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> no problem. Once again, y'all. It's uh, Brian Rosefield of the 816 Basketball Presents The Greatest Games Podcast Once again, you know you can catch us on all podcast platforms Just search uh, Staley English Curse Show And we will see you again next week We're out MetroTap for iOS and Android The best way to connect and network with others With just a tap MetroTap allows you to instantly show your social media, music, payment platforms, and contact information just by tapping your phone. MetroTap can be used by anyone in any industry, and the other person you're networking with does not need the app to receive your information. Customize your profile with MetroTap Direct to instantly met someone to your Instagram. MetroTap also comes with a personal QR code, which is perfect for events and websites. Anyone can use it with and without the app. So why not take the work out of network and download MetroTap now?